Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Lilac Boots, and welcome back to The Scroll. Um, I have my fabulous co-host, Frank. How you doing, Frank? I know. It's been a month. It's been crazy. It's been challenging, exhausting, all of that. I'm just glad to be recording again. Um, so today we have a special, 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 special guest. Um, who you guys probably know her because I advertise her candles in like all my episodes. <laughs> so, um, right now today we are going to um, interview um, Kitter Cat. How you doing, Kitter Cat? You know, I feel like there were too many specials in that introduction, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the I think it's a perfect amount. <laughs> I'm good. I'm very nervous, so I'm probably going to talk like, because this is the first podcast I've ever done. So. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel special now. <laughs> so, Another take special one of those specials attitude. that you gave. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, but that's great, though. So, um, today, Kitty's just going to join us for, you know, our usual general news announcements and all that, and then we're going to ask her some questions about her beautiful um new game called Blight Rock. So um let's get uh let's get started. Alright, so the first thing I saw this week was that um there was some rumor going around that um Google Stadia was getting shut down. Um I actually don't know where that rumor came from but um this article I picked up says, uh, so Google's formally denied a rumor that its Stadia gaming service will soon be closed down, saying that it is still, quote, working on bringing more great games to the platform. Uh, Stadia, Google's cloud-based gaming service, has been under one form of death watch or another almost from the start, thanks to confused marketing campaigns, reports of technical problems, and the absence of some very basic functionality. At launch, um, the situation grew more overtly dire in early 2021 when Stadia's Jade Raymond-led internal development studio was shuttered. Uh, that may at least partially explain why a rumor posted yesterday on the Killed by Google Twitter feed attributed to an anonymous friend of a regional Google manager attracted so much attention. Quote, long story short, Google is beginning their exit plan, the message says. They did not have an exact date that end of service will happen, but they did say by the end of summer. He also mentioned that they will not be transferring their services or servers to any other competition per se, and it will be much like they did with Google Play Music. Same exit approach and strategy. Um, I thought that was pretty weird. Not really surprising, though. I don't know that many people that play Google Stadia. Do you guys? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's also pretty on brand for Google to just shut shit down. That, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Is like they've had a ton of great, you know, services, albeit you know, in beta or early access or something in the past, and they just shut them down like before they could even get them off the ground. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did. I miss Google Music. That was a fun situation. They just nuked it. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I actually didn't notice it was gone until I um I think I just happened to open the tab by the app by accident one day and then it just said it was like they were done with it and I was like, "Wow." Cuz I've been I usually these days I I be on Spotify, so I haven't opened the app in a minute. 
So. Spotify, man, I wish that Google would give up their algorithm for, like, the custom playlist. Because Google used to put together a playlist, man, for every situation, and it was really, really good, and I want that back. And Spotify is, like, not that good. Hmm. But they in the library. <laughs> I use Apple Music, so I have, like, no dog in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I actually use Apple Music, too. Actually, Apple Music was, um, it's weird, because they have certain songs that, like, Spotify didn't have. Like, I remember I was looking for this remix to um, something with the uh, conglomerate, and um, it was only on Apple Music, and I was just like, why can't I? I was like, okay, whatever. But, um, but yeah, back to Google Stadia. This was, yeah, this is just, it's it's strange, but not strange at the same time. I wasn't expecting them to cut it, but I'm also not really surprised that it's that it is going to be cut. But they're saying coming on saying that the rumors just isn't true, but I mean, would anybody be that upset that it is gone? Well, and, and I think that it's interesting that they're saying it's not true because, like, as a brand, as a company who mm-hmm. has you know like customer services and products like you don't want to announce something is dead before you kill it off yeah Yeah. exactly and Um, so like it could still be true but they're not going to admit it until you know yeah exactly um it was funny though because um they did say hang on let me get to okay so Uh, Like all good rumors, it's thin and untraceable, but contains just enough detail and connection to on-the-ground reality to be believable. Naturally, it sparked plenty of conversations. Many in the gaming leaks and rumors subreddit accepted the report as true and inevitable, while the official Stadia subreddit was understandably more dubious. But Stadia said on Twitter that it just isn't so. Quote, Stadia is not shutting down. End quote. The official Stadia account said in reply to a user who asked if it is closing soon. Uh, quote, rest assured, we're always working on bringing more great games to the platform and Stadia Pro. Um, that makes it official, and plenty of people who uh, we'd have to assume are Stadia owners expressed their relief in the replies. But not everyone was convinced. So I took a screenshot of this tweet, and someone replied and said... I'm going to bookmark this tweet and absolutely chaos dunk all over it in about six months. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but I understand why they're saying that. It's just they don't... I mean, what what have you done to convince us that it's not over? I mean, I can see if... like it To me, that's the same thing as like... Maybe Sony saying that they're gonna bring like the PS3 games back into like the PS Store or PS2 games rather, you know? Like it's just okay. You said, um, "What have they done to convince us that it's not over?" When my biggest question is, "What have they done to convince us that we should be using that over other gaming services?" Yeah, exactly. I've seen like no advertisements on it. I am pretty sure that it's just like web and cloud-based. I don't think mm-hmm. you have to have, like, any super specific, like, hardware to use it. I thought they were coming out with, like, a Stadia box, but I don't, I don't know whatever came of that. Mm-hmm. But I've seen more stuff advertising, like, Amazon gaming yeah. than I have Google Stadia. Same. Yeah, I know more about the Amazon Luna than Google Stadia. Exactly. And then on top of that, um, all of their games are available on other platforms, I think. Like, I don't think they have any actual exclusives. And if they do, I don't know about them. Ain't nobody going to sign up to an exclusive on Stadia. You ain't get no sales. So exactly. You ain't get nothing. So, yeah. I well. just love how they're like, 
<laughs> the official report was, we're not shutting down, says Stadia about themselves. <laughs> All right. I guess I believe oh, God. <laughs> nah, we're not. <laughs> Radio Shack, you guys going out of business? No. No. <laughs> we're doing strong. Our numbers are fine. Yeah. I mean, this is like the same thing that... Um, I think it was the last episode that we did, Frank, where Activision Blizzard did like their own investigation. They were like, "Oh yeah, we yeah. didn't find anything." <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, not that. <laughs> ourselves, and we didn't find. We didn't find anything wrong with what we did. Like, of course you didn't. <laughs> like, and what's funny is like I'm looking up, you know, stuff about Stadia now, and I think mm-hmm. the Stadia, it looks like it wants to position itself to be. At least from the things they're advertising. I'm sorry, people here gives me a barking in the background. He is pissed that this door is closed. Oh, um, no, I don't hear anything in the background. You're good. It would be like a good way to do like game demos for like indie games, I feel. Okay. Um, I know that Steam has already kind of had that market, but like I'm thinking about people who don't have PCs who can handle, you know, either the space or the, oh, right. you know, hardware requirements like i think if stadia positioned themselves as something like that more towards indie games less away from triple a mm-hmm. i think that could be something but they ain't gonna do it so it don't matter yeah because i remember when they offered the service um i don't remember if it was for free or i mean sorry not the service for free but i think it was when i forgot which assassin's creed was it was but they were offering it for free like the first no, it was before Valhalla, because Valhalla just came out last year. It was before oh, that. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right, you're right, it was. They were offering, um, like, a free Assassin's Creed game, whichever recent one it was. I just know it wasn't Valhalla, but they were like, oh, we're offering for free if you sign up for Google Stadia, if you're, like, the first, like, 200 or 300 people, something like that, or whatever. I remember, because, I only remember because I tried to sign up or whatever, but um, that was, like, the only time that I remember them, like, really trying to push people to play their play it. That was, that was like a good three, four years ago, I think. Yeah. Because it looks like they do have like trials you can play for like 30, 60, 90, or 120 minutes for certain games, but mm-hmm. I'm not paying, I'm not going to pay $10 a month to try out demos. Yeah, right. Ridiculous. I could try demos for free. Exactly. Alright. Um, so that's that. Uh, next, um, this was a really weird article for me. I knew about this bug that happened in The Sims, but I did not think that this was true. <laughs> so, jeez, oh, not um, The Sims. I don't, I don't have enough liquor for <laughs> Also, also, I actually didn't see this bug for myself, and I've been playing it. So, um, Kitty, if you remember that, that certain site that I sent you, um, well, I used huh. it again, and I got the Sims 4 uh, high school years expansion um, because of that. Yeah. So, I've been playing it, and um, I understand why everybody's pissed about the bugs, but there's this one bug <laughs> that I did not see that people were complaining about. So, um, after an extraordinarily long wait, The Sims 4's um, High School Years expression is finally out. Many hoped this update would breathe new life into the aging life management simulator. Instead, everyone is mocking some ludicrous bugs. One that causes rapid aging, and another that's making Sims fall for their family members. Yes, <laughs> it's true. You <laughs> know, so, boots. Finish what you were saying. Like, I have so much I want to say. About that. Sims, that's, yeah. 
Yes, it's true. Incest is now part of The Sims 4. Before you scramble to uninstall the game, remember that it's a bug. EA already knows about the issue, too. Quote, I just want to acknowledge that the want to date a family member is something we know about. We've reproduced ourselves. We're working on it. Uh, Sim Guru Nick, a quality designer on The Sims 4, said on Twitter, We're looking to get it fixed ASAP. Thanks for all the bug reports. We appreciate it. We're, of course, working on the aging bug, too. Um, imagine explaining the situation to everyone at the office. It's hard not to feel for developers, even if the end result is extremely mockable. Of course, Sims fans are going ballistic on social media. Most reactions are simply clowning on the incest bug, while others are legitimately upset that the expansion came out in such a rough shape. Now, I... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Step Sim. What are you doing? <laughs> I have never, since, since it came out on Friday, like this whole weekend... I have never seen that bug. Like, I have not seen that bug at all. Actually, neither one of them. Are you trying to find it? No, I wasn't trying to find it, but I didn't see it. Like, I, like, okay, so the family I'm, I'm playing right now, um, everyone is at least, like, a young adult and up right now. Um, and they're all siblings because their parents passed away. So, I don't know. Unless, like, my current Sims, like, I guess whatever the algorithm is for all of them, they're not... Because they're all girls, so if they're, unless they're just not all gay, then, I mean, that's the only ex explanation that I could possibly give for them not having that want. But I'm, if I'm assuming if one of them had a brother, it might have been there. Maybe. So, it's just weird. <laughs> I've never seen it. And, like, I've, I've done, like, the youngest one was just in high school. She just graduated. And I haven't seen that bug at all. Also, the rapid aging. I haven't seen the other one either. But, yeah, it's, I thought this was hilarious. I thought this was hilarious. Hilarious bug. I was like, what the hell? And I, I saw the warning. I'm like, bug, it sounds like a feature. <laughs> it's not a feature, Frank. <laughs> it's not a feature. <laughs> it's an accident. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, it just sounds like a nice feature. <laughs> cheap that you can use in The Sims. If no. you want to have a baby. No. And you don't want to have the baby steps. You can just fast forward oh so it's God. like that. <laughs> and then you're good. Yeah, but there's cheats for that anyways. Oh, well, then never mind then. So it's not a bug. They just didn't un didn't cheat code to code. Yeah, That's but I've that never is. seen that. I didn't even think that was possible. For siblings, I've never seen that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tread very lightly into some kind of darker territory here. Okay, <laughs> I had a problem with. I had a problem with the high school expansion from the get go. Like I know the teenagers have already existed in the Sims mm -hmm. games. Like I know that, but I just feel as an adult, very weird mm -hmm. about playing as a teenager. Um, Especially in a game where relationships can develop and things like that. Like, cause I've heard about like the whole dating a family member bug and, mm -hmm. While it is a bug, like I have to question, like how many people are actually trying to do that? Oh wow! I didn't know Wait. people were trying. No, 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 no! I'm not saying they are. I'm oh. just saying I wonder. Oh, you know what oh. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I just I feel like because I, and I think that me and Frank we talked about this the other day. Like especially whenever you look at you know content like Euphoria, like mm -hmm. yeah, Euphoria to me is a good show, but at the same time it is very weird having and showing this kind of, you know, content about people who are presumably underage. Right. You know what I mean? No, I so, get it. 
with these bugs, I also feel like I don't know if I don't I want to say it's not laziness because I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna insult the developers like that, but I feel like there wasn't enough code built in to kind of drill down and say, hey, you know, if these two sims are related, they cannot have a relationship. But then it kind of goes into like, okay, well, what do you define as like related? Because, you know, me and my husband are, for all intents and purposes, related, but we're not. You know what I mean? You mean like just in the marriage sense you're related? or like right, in the marriage sense and then just in a relationship sense because like, like, yes, I'm related to my husband through marriage, mm-hmm. but we are not, we right. don't come from the same family. family. Right. So, like, when you have Sims and you have, you know, a couple who have children, mm-hmm. like, I wonder what the code for that would look like to say, hey, if these two people share this much, you know, quote unquote Sims DNA, mm-hmm. no, they can't get together. Oh, you're saying like how how close do the like how far apart in relation exactly. do the Sims have to be? Proximity here. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think anybody's even I, gotten that far to be honest with you, because it's like you would have to play generations of Sims to even get to that far point. Right. Do they yeah. even have step like siblings in the Sims? Like, can you yeah, if you're if yeah, yeah, if your Sim has children and then they meet another Sim that has children, then they you'll see it in the relation. It'll say step siblings. Yes, yeah, step. Yep. <laughs> oh, shut up, Frank! Oh, that I found out about was that um, one of the bugs that somebody told me about yesterday was that a vampire snuck into somebody's house and fixed their toilet. Oh, that was funny! Dracula I've seen plumber? that. I've like, seen a Dracula plumber. Like I just like maybe keep that because yeah, that's that's a fun bug. Yeah, yeah that's that a fun yeah. Right. That up, make, make that more ad, make more prevalent. Do that again. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I think it'll be a minute before I get the the high school expansion. But, but only because like I know that getting um, expansions this early after release is mm-hmm. a bad move because at least since the the wedding one, every single update they've had has come with some really strange bugs. Like, there was a bunch of people whenever their wedding one came out, they oh, couldn't yeah. even play it. Oh my god. I remember that. That was like a big, like, oh, screw oh, this huge. expansion. This is the worst expansion they've ever done. It doesn't work. Blah, blah, blah. It was, oh my god. I heard, I saw all yeah, the like complaints. Changing up just doesn't seem as bad in comparison. It's still annoying, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. especially when there's a potion where you can just go right back. But Right, exactly. Um, But yeah, no, I totally understand um, why everyone was so upset about wedding stories. I will say, though, that I don't think that that's necessarily over either, because... Um, I think it is either. Yeah, because I have... I managed to get copies of, like, all the latest expansions, and going back to the high school years one, um, I see why people were upset. It's really buggy when... Um, so, like, when you're sim as a teenager and they're going to school, you're basically following them into the school as if, like, you know, the recent careers, like being an actress or a doctor, you follow them to their job. Um, it's the same thing for when they're going to school for the day. So you go there, and then um, there's, like, lockers, you know, the two classrooms, the cafeteria, the principal's office, blah, blah, blah. Um, I will say it's kind of buggy, um, not in the everyday sense, but it's buggy for two, the two main events, which is prom and graduation. So for prom, um, 
you go, but it's like everyone's just standing around, and then, um, like, you try to get, like, your sim to dance, but then, like, everyone doesn't really start dancing right away, and then, um, when you vote for, like, <laughs> I meant, like, even if you, like, tell them to dance, like, it's like, it's not, you know, like, the, the command doesn't really go through, and then, um, of course, the food, like, it's like, no one, it's just, it's weird, it's like, you tell them to do certain things, and they're just standing there, and then it takes a second for them to announce, like, who won, like, prom king and queen or whatever, and, um, if your sim is still there by the time, like, the event is over, like, the auditorium will, like, refresh itself, and then there's, like, nothing there, and then you and, like, everybody else is standing outside with your prom clothes on, it's really weird, and then, um, graduation part, um, that's also really weird, because the principal will get on the stage, call two names, and then will walk off, <laughs> so, like, your sim won't name, your sim's name won't even get called, but it tells, it does tell you, like, um, in the little pop-up instructions, it says, oh, you can either wait for your sim's name to be called, or you can just go to the principal and get your diploma, so it's like, well, what's the point of me sitting down and, like, going through the, like, the whole ceremony <laughs> so it's just it's so really like, weird um the the university expansion is like that where you whenever you graduate you can either choose to go to the ceremony or you could just have your diploma method well you're not going to fucking ceremony <laughs> oh wait can we cuss on you yes <laughs> yes okay <laughs> but uh, yeah like why would i do like even in real life like if they sent me a letter saying hey you graduated we can mail you your diploma or you can buy all of these clothes to do this you know mm -hmm. this this public ceremony for no other reason no just mail me leave me alone you mean you don't like all that pomp and circumstance i don't and i got it i got okay. it you and your little pun I don't blame. I don't blame. I don't like it either. I prefer like the way I did it. Just send me my little paper in the mail. I'm right. cool. That's enough. But yeah, it's it's basically the same bugs as like. I mean, I tried wedding stories. I don't think I'm gonna go through that again. I might just elope with like every pair of Sims that I end up, you know, trying to get together. I'm, I might just do the elope thing because it's like half the time it's not worth it. Like you gotta pick the venue and then the venue and then people just, it's just, oh my god. And then even if I buy the wedding cake beforehand, like your sim will eat the wedding cake before the wedding starts, and then you screwed with no wedding cake, it's just a pain. Hard-headed. <laughs> like, they don't do what they're supposed to do. Like, people are supposed to be sitting in their seats, mm -hmm. and you're trying to, you know, get married, people are running around. Like, this is why I have, like, such a very, very stark, like, love-hate relationship with the sim. Yeah, I miss the old wedding. It is a very fun game, at least, you know, for me and people who like those sort of games. Mm-hmm. But, God dang, like, all the bugs and the, the thing is, is, like, they're chaotic if you want them to be, but mm -hmm. still, if you wanted them to be, half the time, like, the bugs won't let you, you know? Yeah, won't let you live. <laughs> yeah, and I miss the fact that, like, people have to create mods and stuff to make the game more enjoyable. Like, I understand that, and I have absolutely nothing against mods. Mm -hmm. They're not for me, personally, mm -hmm. because I really feel like in a way, mods kind of keep EA and Max's on the whole, well, they got a mod for us. We don't need to add this. Like, oh, this. yeah. That's true. Like, why are people making mods to fix your game? That's right. very true. That's very true. Wow. I didn't think of it like that. But, yeah. No, I agree. 
100% agree. I actually just missed the old wedding, the old wedding algorithm because at least everyone sat down when they were supposed to sit down. They threw the rice when they were supposed to throw the rice. They cheered and clapped when they were supposed to cheer and clap. And then they went back inside and had cake and cheers and all that stuff. Like they should have left that part. They were just running around and you know. Yeah. So it was just it's just really it's like it's kind of awkward, but yeah, I think this um this bug is really funny. I've never seen it. I mean, it's only been, what, three days since the shit just came out Friday. Yeah. So, but yeah, I haven't seen it. But it's funny, though, because I remember um, turning the game back on and seeing, like, there's, like, this little notification saying, hey, we're aware of the bugs. We're going to fix it. I'm saying here, like, well, what? I'm thinking, like, it's just the other shit. I didn't even know about this. And I'm sitting here, I was reading this, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Didn't see that. <laughs> Like was not on my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say lava pool? No, thank you. Lava? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it actually is um, in the, what is it, Island Living? Yeah. You can have, like, yes. you can find, like, uh, volcanic rocks mm-hmm. to, like, fall down around your house. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Just to, you know, keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep it spicy. Yeah. Yeah. See, but when I used to play, I used to play Sim City back in the day, and like I would always start with the city that was pre-built, and then like throw a disaster at it. Yeah. Okay, so you and my husband are the same. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> it's like, oh, this town looks nice and quaint and quiet. Everybody's yeah. got this stuff together. And hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a. There's a cheat. Huh? There's a cheat in SimCity three thousand where like it sings the Batman theme song in the ticker. <laughs> if you type in the cheat, I well, thought that was so funny. That's amazing. <laughs> I will give them their credit though. Their cheat codes are are hilarious sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They're very useful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still mad they got rid of the emotion cheats. Like they patched them. Like why would you do that? Oh God, I was so annoyed. Why would you catch a cheat? Like, what if I want to test something? Out? And the thing is, is like, I think that they're because I saw something today that like they're discouraging people from selling mods or like not allowing people to like sell mods. Like, they should be freely available to the public. But like, if somebody wants to donate, it's okay. Oh and yeah, because they put them on like, but they put them on Patreon, so that's basically the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They said that uh, Patreon creators would be fine. Just the people like who are like selling them, like. Like on Tumblr or something? Yeah. Um, I guess. I mean, if they made it, you patch the emotion cheat, but you also won't let mods, you know, sell their stuff, which I mean, I guess, but patching a cheat doesn't help people create things. Yeah. It just slowed my day down. That's what I was mostly annoyed by because I was trying to get my. One of the sim characters I was playing was an actress, and I was trying to give her like the confidence emotion, and I couldn't do it because I'm sitting here typing it in the, <laughs> the thing in the console, and I'm sitting here like, why isn't this not working? And then I freaking googled it, and they freaking patched it. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> don't patch my cheats. <laughs> You're known for your cheats, Sims. Don't do that. Exactly. Right. But just as much as part of the game as everything else. <laughs> um. So, I think this is, let me see, yeah, okay, this is the last news story for this week. It wasn't really much this week, um, but I just wanted to point out the these three stories. Um, but the last one I have is, um, 
I don't know if you guys know um, Dr. Disrespect, the oh. infamous <laughs> streamer. So um, he made a game called Dead Drop, um, and apparently nobody likes it. Everyone on Twitter is angry or upset or think it's <laughs> mid or however you kids say it these days. Um, so, although it may be a bit strange to some people that Dr. Disrespect is making a video game, this is not his first time working on a game. Um, in the early 2010s, uh, he worked as a community manager at Sledgehammer Games before going on to design maps for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. He left the industry to focus on his live streaming career after that, but video game development is certainly in his DNA. The content creator founded a new studio called Midnight Society last winter and recruited a bunch of industry vets to help make a game that could compete with the best first-person shooter franchises. Um, now, the game had its first gameplay revealed, and basically everybody was like incredibly underwhelmed. Um, it's not surprising because the game's been in development for less than a year. Um, but he, like, Dr. Disrespect told a fan, like, last month that it's gonna blow, blow out anything from the Call of Duty's engine. Now, I looked at the footage. I went on Twitter and I looked at the small clip that he showed. First of all, he didn't actually show any real gameplay. Like, you're, it looks like, well, first of all, let me put this in context. Looks like Battlefield 3 or 4, that's number one. Second of all, you're not shooting at any, like, there's no AIs there, like, you're just, you're in a range, in a warehouse somewhere, and then it showed, um, the, the shooter coming out of the range, and then going in, going outside, and then you basically look up, and you see, like, the really tall buildings, so you see, like, the, I guess, like, the map design, I guess, and, like, the, the ambiance of the game, but you don't really see much, like, there was nothing, he didn't, it didn't really show anything. Like, it's just, it just showed the fire range in, like, some environments, basically. It was just really weird. And then everyone was, like, mocking it, and they were calling it Call of Duty Mobile. And then, um, yeah, I, it's just, it was just so not ready. It shouldn't have, it wasn't even ready for, like, a gameplay reveal, because there was no gameplay. I'm reading an article about it, and it looks like that the main purpose of the game is just a way for the studio to sell NFTs, which... That's another thing. That's that's interesting. That's a That was a choice. Yeah. It really was a choice. A decision was made that day, and it was not a good one. And it's supposed to be, he kept calling it the first vertical extraction shooter, which, first of all, that's just a bunch of words. I don't, I don't know what that, <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I don't even see any vertical extraction. I just see you walking around. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like, so, okay, I've heard his name before, but the name throws me off so much that I just decided not to, like, ever look into um, mm -hmm. who he is or whatever. Like, and I think the actual That's first fair. time I heard of him is whenever he was permanently banned from Twitch. Um, yep. And I guess nobody still knows why. I don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I forgot why. at this video, the video that you're talking about, and what are you trying to do here? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He didn't show anything. Because he literally just like it just walked one way, then walked the other way, and then you looked up, <laughs> and that was it. Say, like, you're gonna blow Call of Duty out of the water, and then do this is really bad. 
that's a that's a strong statement to say because even you know for me you know somebody who's not a fan of you know first person shooters like mm -hmm. i know a fair amount about them and saying that you're gonna blow call of duty which is what the longest fps franchise at in this point gaming history something like that yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm, you, and you then he specifically some big sheet and some small shoes. And then he specifically <laughs> said their engine. He specifically said their engine, and like visually, it doesn't look any better than what they're doing now. They're like, gonna sweat. Like <laughs> it is. There's like I'm looking at it. There's no like dimension to it mm -hmm. or anything. I'm just that's like, what I, I didn't you got get. Some shadows on it, and you got a game pad that you click, and it gives you access to it. Like. He shouldn't have shown yeah, that so cause soon. Because these that, just look like, these look honestly look like free assets that you can get from like either Unity Store or Unreal Store. And mm -hmm. they just threw them together and you're like, here you go. Yeah. And then on top of that, the game, um, it's, it doesn't look, it wasn't ready enough for him to show, to show anything. Because like it being under development is not an excuse because it just, it's, it's way, <laughs> you can't even say it's under development. It looks like you didn't do anything. All right, these snapshots come with procedurally generated NFTs of a character who serves as a player's in-game avatar. Like, you, this is a get-rich-quick scheme, and I'm over it. Yeah. This dude really just strapped the M16 and the M1A, uh, M4A1 pulse rifle from Alien together and called it a day. There's no, gun flat. there was no plot shown. There was no nothing. Like you could have made up something. Like I, you, I literally saw nothing. I just saw you in a firing range, and then you went outside. <laughs> like it was nothing well, going on. Even a bad guy in sight shooting back. Something, at you. yeah, right. Something. But I mean, now he's got people talking about it. So you know, is this going to actually like viral marketing survive past the? you know, bad press that it has now, or is it going to end up being a no man's sky where it starts off bad, but then people end up loving it? I'm going to go for the former. I want him to oh, go I hope the flops too, but I mean, we know where we are. <laughs> we yeah. know what timeline is this. True. Yeah. But I still That's think the easy. first option is going to happen because just for the simple fact that there was nothing shown in this. I could see if he, like, there was a plot or something or an actual trailer and it showed, like, what the game was going to be about and then, then it just wasn't done. But he literally didn't show anything. So that's why I'm just like, all right, well, I don't think this is going to. He said, hey, let's sell NFTs. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. <laughs> I mean, there's a market somewhere. Yeah, oh yeah, I think someone's gonna buy it, but to say, but to, yeah, say that it's gonna blow Call of Duty out of the water is just, just not, not accurate because no. considering the most recent Call of Duty trailer that came out, that game looks nothing like that. So, yeah, right. All right. Um, for those of you listening at home, please go ahead and load up the latest Call of Duty trailer. We are not sponsored by Activision, but you can at least see we're talking about how good this shit actually is. Yeah, because that looks that looks fa fantastic. <laughs> like, it looks great. Um, Alright, so, that's it for the general news, and right now I'm just going to pull up the recent, basically what games are coming out this month for um, PlayStation and Xbox. So I'm going to start with PlayStation. So, um, so the PlayStation Plus monthly games um, for August. 
um, is Yakuza, excuse me, Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS4 and PS5. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 cross-gen deluxe bundle for the PS4 and the PS5. And Little Nightmares, just for the PS4. And those games will be available August 2nd, which is a Tuesday? Yes, that's a Tuesday. So, that's it for Sony. And then for, hang on one second, for Xbox... Wasn't really impressed with this month's games, but I haven't been playing. I haven't been playing most Xbox Game Pass games lately. Um, so next is Turbo Golf Racing, which is available on the console and PC. That's going to be out August fourth. Two Point Campus. Actually, want to look at that. Um, that's coming out August 9th on the console and the PC. Midnight Fight Express is coming out August twenty third on the console and PC. Wow. And Immortality August thirtieth. Which is coming out on the console and the PC. So that's just the four games. Wow, Game Pass. Y'all really getting all the good stuff sometimes. Midnight Fight <laughs> Express. I'm like, man, I'm still going to pay for it. <laughs> okay. So um, that was it for the general news and for the recent um, releases. And we'll be right back. And we're going to interview Killer. Hey guys, just want to give a quick shout out to Kitter Cat. She sells candles and wax melts. Uh, they are made of 100% all natural soy wax. It is a black woman owned and operated business. You can buy her candles at terran-made.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-N-M-A-D-E.com. Also, if you love rap music as much as I do, please listen to the album 168 by Ziggy. It is available now on Bandcamp. I listened to the whole album and I really appreciate it Tuesday and Wednesday. Those are two tracks on the album. So please go get that while you can. We'll be right back. And we're back. Alright, so um, the main reason we had our wonderful special third guest today is because... Um, special, special. <laughs> Knock it off. Because Miss um, Kittercat has released a game called Light Rock, um, which I definitely enjoyed. And I actually have some questions. Well, I think those questions can wait till later, but because I don't want to spoil the plot for anyone. But um, I did want to interview her because I think it's great that. Um, Someone we know actually like developed and literally released a demo. Like I think that's the coolest thing ever. Like I just you know, I would love to. I mean, I'm sure the three of us would, but I would love to like work in the game industry. You know, obviously without the problematic issues, but <laughs> we would love to work in that industry if we could. <laughs> if we could. So I think it's really cool that she just you know up and made her own game. You know, without any manager yeah. down her throat. So. Thank you. All right. Um, so I guess my first question is it was really about the main character. So I noticed when I when I played the game, um, that she was in her thirties and she was just so like exhausted and tired and I was like playing this demo and I'm like, Oh my god, is she like 
has she been spying on me? Because, like, I literally felt everything she felt from Monday to Friday. I was like, I need to go home. I was like, I just need to make it to 5 o'clock. You know, all of that. So, I guess my question is, so before you, um, before you decided to sort of, like, take a step back from IT, did you, like, did you just make the character, like, as a reflection of yourself? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I kind of got the hint when um, I was playing the game. And I feel like, um, and I, I don't know why I feel compelled to like tell people this mm -hmm. because like every, you know, every person who streamed the game, first of all, thank everybody who streamed the game. Thank everybody who's played the, the demo. Um, everybody's like, okay, why is Brooklyn me right now? You know, on either certain parts or a good chunk of it. Mm -hmm. And I always feel compelled to tell them like Brooklyn is based a lot on me okay. because like that feeling of you know because of social media you see so many people achieving things at such a young age and it kind of makes you feel like you aren't doing enough mm -hmm. but also it's that you know do I want to do more to try to get to that certain point in life or do I just want to take a nap and try again tomorrow <laughs> you know just kind of like that whole like yeah, I'm tired. Yes, I'm just, I'm just you know, in in every sense of the word, I'm tired. Absolutely. And so the reason that you know I decided to make Brooklyn like this is because, like, you know, especially interacting with you know y'all and interacting with like you know some of my other you know friends that I've made through mm -hmm. content creation who do have like regular you know eight or nine fives they're exhausted all the time. Like, I can't tell you how many times a week I see a notification on Twitter. It's like, hey, you know, I know it's supposed to stream today, but I'm just really exhausted. Like, we're all tired. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like if I could bring at least bits and pieces of that that people could relate to um, into the main character, at least for the purposes of the demo, mm -hmm. then it would kind of bring people into the story more and worry less about what else is going to happen in the game. Yeah, I totally felt that. I 100% felt that. I was just like, oh my God, like, somebody's been spying on me and they made a game. <laughs> I was like, oh my yes, God. Yes, I am the NSA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so I also wanted to talk about the music. So what made you, like, choose that era of music? So, first of all, <laughs> um... <laughs> Blinding Lights by the weekend had a very huge impact um. on the 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 direction that the soundtrack was going because I for a long time could not <laughs> stop listening to that song. And then, you know, just because I am a child of the 80s, just all those songs that you know we grew up listening to with the synth wave, or maybe songs that we discovered, you know, later on in life, like mm -hmm. um Cruel Summer by Banana Rama. Oh Dope song. Absolutely. Dope song. I love then, that song. Yes, I and uh I do remember a night that me, Frank Papita were all like listening to the live version of Depeche Mode's um Enjoy the Silence is another good song. Mm -hmm. I feel like since my characters are children of the 80s and that the 80s is sort of kind of tiptoeing back, I thought it'd be really good to kind of bring like some 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 synth wave or some retro wave to the soundtrack just as an homage to like the things that 
I grew up with and the things that I love, you know, especially like with people, you know, listening to the specifically the intro of Stranger Things on repeat, like I yeah. do, because that intro goes so hard. I'm just like, okay, you know what, this is this is how this has to be. It has to be 80s because we're children of the 80s. We know what it's supposed to sound like. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's just got to sound dope. And sometimes, sometimes, synthwave music sounds better than music with words in it because you don't need to yeah. put your own words over the beat. Mm-hmm. You just feel it, yes. And so. just for the record, I will never... Day in my life, I will never skip Cruel Summer. Like, as soon as it comes on, I was like, oh, yeah. Not a skippable song. It's just not. It's, not. <laughs> it's just really not. Um, um, oh, go ahead. If you're but, oh, I was going to say, yeah, speaking of Cruel Summer, I actually kind of got probably more inspiration from that than Blinding Lights. I think Blinding Lights just kind of like put me in that direction. But Cruel mm-hmm. Summer, I think I even tweeted this a while back. Cruel Summer sounds like a song that could either be played as a montage of friends walking in a mall mm-hmm. or a montage for a murder mystery. And it's yeah. that whole, like, the way that it could be both of those things, that that's really, really, really what inspired me. Yeah. And now I want to see somebody use it in a montage of a horror movie. Or something. It's got to happen. It's got to yeah. yeah. It just sounds great. Um yeah, so, um, oh yeah, shout out to um, Papito because I'm still listening to South Beach Gangsters right now. Like, that song is just, I have to like, It was incredibly hard, and it makes no sense that it does. <laughs> like, I will play the game again, just listen to that song specifically. Like, <laughs> Well, you know you can stream the soundtrack on Spotify. Oh, wait a minute, hang on. Sorry, what did you say? I couldn't hear you through your gritted teeth. South Beach Gangsters is available on Spotify right now. Everybody go get it. <laughs> on Spotify and YouTube Music and iTunes, and I think Tidal is coming soon. Yeah, let's go nice. Tidal. Okay, yes. So I'm saving this right now. I just like the song, so it's now officially in my playlist. Because, yep. For the song on the soundtrack, hardest song on the soundtrack. Like whenever he <laughs> first like sent me a sample, of that I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. So I guess um about to get a little bit more technical so um if you don't mind sharing you don't have to but um like what system did you use to like create um you know like the game concepts and like the story characters like is there like a particular engine you used or yes and no okay Uh, whenever i so the demo itself is built on a engine called RenPy, which is basically a modified version of Python. Okay. Um, that is, the engine is, you know, quote unquote, specifically for visual novels, but other people have made like oh. RPGs and things like that out of it. Uh, it's completely free. You can use it for personal or commercial purposes. That was the appeal. <laughs> nice. It's completely free and nice. I can sell a game that I made on it. Um, mm. But whenever I first, 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 first started developing the game, I actually, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the name of it, but I got a framework from the Unreal Engine store that I paid $40 for. I got zero support for it. Oh my God. And I could not figure out what I wanted or what I needed to do on it. Like I couldn't figure out how to manipulate it in a way that it works for me. Mm-hmm. Got in contact with the creator of the framework, didn't hear back from them. So I was like, all right, well, that's $40 that I flushed. Yeah. Um, then I went to uh, Twine, which Twine is actually really, really good. It will help 
you kind of set up the story and the navigation for a visual novel as far as like your choices, your narrative direction, and the way kind of like the story shape looks as Keith would shape. Shout out to Keith. Um, but I also found that like I was giving myself too many steps. And so like one day I told myself, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to open up Rimpie and I'm just going to start typing shit. And we'll just see what happens. Nice. Because it's really important to just like whatever you're working on, just get it down on paper, yeah. on the computer, whatever. Absolutely. Just get it done. Absolutely. You know, done is better than perfect. Like you can tweak it later. So yes. yeah, that's essentially what I did. I downloaded RenPy, which I'd actually found out about RenPy before I got the framework that I paid for. And I wish that I had just stuck with it. Hmm. Um, opened up RenPy, started going to town on it and ended up learning a whole lot about you know, story structure and coding and Python, you know, specifically. And yeah. And now we have a demo. Nice. That's so cool. I really think that's so cool. Sorry. I'm like geeking out over it because, you know, I'm a computer. No, nerd, no, no, so. no, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I will say the other, the other thing about RenPy is that there are, it's a large community of creators who may not be making the same kind of game as you, but everybody for the most part shares their code in some way. There's a couple of YouTubers that will actually and actually have like you know playlists of like walkthroughs like how to customize the you know the main menu how to mm -hmm. customize the end game menu how to sync up the music with certain parts and you know things like that so that's been incredibly helpful shout out to youtube university <laughs> absolutely i've learned i've learned some things from youtube as well shout mm -hmm. out to youtube um okay so i guess this is just the it's not the final question but it's the final question about the game or you maybe um have you ever thought about using like pixel art in the future so, pixel art while it's adorable it's actually really hard on my eyes like oh, really? the first couple of times that i played stardew valley mm -hmm. i could only play it for like a couple of hours at a time which i mean i know it sounds like a lot but mm -hmm. like after a while it would just give me a headache oh man um so i kind of got like trained for Stardew's version of pixel art specifically. Um, okay. There are other games like Garden Story that are kind of pixel art, but they're less harsh on my eyes. I just have to be very careful about, you know, what I use and stuff because my eyes are trying to like make a pixel art image into like a vector image or a flat image or a 3D image. And it's just, yeah, it hurts too bad. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and this is the final question. So. <laughs> interview we're done here <laughs> not necessarily that was more of like a fan question or a stand question yeah. i should say because i i like pixar a lot so i just thought you know hey i mean you know, maybe yeah. she thought no, about pixar it it's very cute i just i wish my eyes could adjust to it easier but they <laughs> that's fine all right so this is actually the final question so if you could erase Four video games from your memory, so you can relive that amazing experience. What would they be? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Fable Two. Oh yes, one. absolutely. <laughs> because I've tried, I've actually tried to delete my save file and won't let me. <laughs> um, erase four games from my history and relive them. Mm -hmm. Goodness, I don't even remember what all games I've played. Um, 
I'm going to say, no, not that one. Believes I wasn't ready for this question. Oh, it's know. okay. It's okay. It's fine. Um, I mean, Fable Two is a great start. And Fable Two, I I love Fable Two so much. Me too. Um, it's just it's so good. The story is so good. Like Fable Three is good, but yeah. it's not Fable Two. Yeah, it's Fable Two is definitely better. Like the oh god, and I cannot wait for Fable Four to come out. Oh, me um, too. I'm actually looking up like a list of like the games that I played. So, or open up your Steam. Um, That's what I do. I just like oh, I wonder. Yes, what, you know? yes. Uh, oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm looking laughed at for this. Um, okay, so Fable Two, Oxen Free. Okay, Oxen Free is dope too. Okay, I'm um, I'm going to say. Just because it has such a good, rich, and fulfilling story, and the gameplay is funner than I expected it to be, I'm going to say Hades. Okay. Um, and then, just because I can't find anything else, I'm going to probably say Escape Academy. Okay. That's fine. That's a newer one that came out, and it's Escape Rooms, and it's not, like, the the the... The story is really good. The escapes are difficult, but like in a challenging and fun way. Um, and I just kind of wish that I could forget it and start all over because if I went and loaded up a new game now, I just know all the answers to it. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't give up Lost, what was it, Lost Lost Galaxy? Lost, Lost Nova. See, I was going to say Lost, Lost Nova, Nova, but I, I think that I would even still enjoy playing that now that I know everything. Okay. Plus, I don't want to be dragged like that again. <laughs> Unknowingly, right? God, just fucking grab me by my neck. Because okay, so boots. If you don't know, Lost Nova is a story about a uh, character named Mia who overworks herself and feels like she always has to work. And so, while she's on a quote-unquote vacation, she intentionally crashes her ship so she doesn't have to go on vacation. Wow, and it drags me. Yeah. No, so I, I, I see how you got dragged. I feel like if I played it, I would have got I'd get dragged too. I mean it's cute that yeah. she has purple hair. But yeah, oh my god. I, I totally understand. But um yeah, those are all the questions I had. Um I don't know if Frank if you had any questions for Kitty at all. I don't have any questions. Alright, um so yeah. Oh wait, I have a question. Yep. Yep. What is the favorite what is your favorite fake brand that you've made in your game thus far? <laughs> so Teeth soap, hands down. Okay. Nice. I love teeth soap. It is so <laughs> crude and unnecessary and chaotic and just mm-hmm. like you would have to be a heathen to come up with a brand like teeth soap. I like being just good. call it that. Because like if you think of it, what do you do with soap? You wash things. Yeah. You feel like you're essentially washing your teeth. <laughs> so unhinged in my head and I was like yeah I gotta put this in there mm-hmm. I love being Frank, good what's your favorite brand in the games I, I, that was just my question is it teeth, what is it you said teeth soap that's all no, I'm I, asking like, you, what's uh, your favorite? I like I like the bean good coffee me too yeah Aww. Like, might give me I, a thought, mug. I thought you were going to say the oh hey body wash oh hey <laughs> nah not the oh hey but yeah Listen, y'all, if y'all want to get a Bean Good coffee mug, the merch store is open for the 
Like oh yes, coffee. light rock coffee mug, light rock T-shirt, which I have, and it fits wonderfully. I was not expect. I was like, oh my god, this is like a. Nice, good. I feel feminine. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you you got the you got the blue one? Yeah, so I got the dark blue that T-shirt. Shirt feels so good. It does, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. I was like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> And it doesn't make my, like, it doesn't make me, like, usually, so, normally, okay, so, if anybody knows when they shop for plus-size clothes, whenever you shop for plus-size clothes, all the plus-size models, they're big, but they have small breasts, okay? I don't yeah. have small breasts. I have humongous breasts, okay? And then sometimes it's annoying trying to find proper clothes. I will tell you that this Light Rock t-shirt is perfect because I tried it on and they don't make my, like, they fit me, it fits me perfectly. Like, I don't look like some uni boob monster. <laughs> You said this shirt got um, my titties titty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, there are stickers available if anybody wants like their own teach soap stickers. Those exist now. <laughs> yes, go get those stickers. Get the t-shirt, the stickers, and the mug. And the yeah. mug. All of that. The whole and thing. The mug. It's a good mug Stream the soundtrack, it. play the demo, donate so we can get this game made and more fabulous. Yes. All right. Um. So those are all the questions I have for you, Kidder. Um. I hope you had a wonderful time. Um. Talking this was with fun. us. Yes, I know. Invite me back whenever. Oh, I I so will. Especially if I find another uh <laughs> article, I'm definitely gonna invite God. you back. <laughs> All right. Um. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, um, Kidder, for coming on. Thank you, Frank, for being a fabulous co-host. Um. Okay. Yes, so um Thank you for having me. No problem. And um that's it for today's episode. So um thank you guys so much for listening and um I'll see you next time. Bye.